The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. There was a particular family in Klal Yisrael that was amazing. They excelled in chesed, in kindness, in askanas, in communal needs, in tzedakah. And their children grew up in a home where there were constantly people coming in and out, helping Klal Yisrael. When their son turned 13 years old, he had a beautiful bar mitzvah, and it was well attended, very well attended. People literally came, Rabbanim, Maskanim, wealthy people, so many different people came, people who had been involved with his parents. And to show their gratitude to his parents, they gave him gifts. This boy got a tremendous amount of svarim and other items, but he also got a substantial amount of cash, of money. And the boy couldn't decide what to do with the money, and honestly, he kept it in the drawer next to his nightstand. That's where he kept the money. It was a substantial amount of money. And a number of months passed, the fellow came over to him and said to the boy, and I don't think that this is the right thing, I don't think that adults should be having these conversations with children, but this was what happened. And he said to him, listen, I invest money. There's a lot of boys in this community. I've invested their money. If you give me the money to invest, by the time you have a wedding and you want to get married, you'll have a substantial amount of money. I can take that money and compound it many times over. And the money you have, I'm sure you got a decent amount. And the boy said, you know, let me think about it. I'll talk to my parents about it. But he kind of never did anything with it. One night the boy wakes up, it's pretty late at night, and he hears voices coming from the dining room table. And he's able to make out the voices. It was a discussion, there were a few rabbanim and community activists that were sitting around his parents' dining room table. It was right before Pesach, and they were talking about a particular family that had taken a tremendous hit financially and literally didn't have money for bread. That's how difficult it was. That's how challenging their life was. And the boy knew he shouldn't be listening, and he certainly shouldn't be listening to the name of the family, but in the conversation, he heard it. And he's lying there in bed, and you know, he feels so bad for this family. He knows who they are. They live in the community. No one knows about this, and they're struggling, and he hears how they have to raise money, and he hears people say, we've been trying to raise money for so many other things. It's getting more and more challenging, coming up with substantial amounts of money. And he's lying there in bed, and he thinks to himself, I have a drawer full of cash, a tremendous, a substantial amount of money, and it's just sitting there. I'm 13, and I don't even need the money. And this is a whole large family that doesn't have money to put food on the table. You know, how could I keep that money to myself? And he makes on the spot a resolution, a personal resolution, that he's going to take all his money, every penny that he got for his bar mitzvah, he's going to put it into an envelope, and he's going to make sure that no one's around, he's going to slide it under their front door. And this way the family will definitely have enough money to make a beautiful yontif. And if they don't have money for food, they'll have money for other things, maybe to buy some clothing for the kids and just for basic living expenses. He's so excited about his plan, and he does that. He takes an envelope, he writes on the front of it, this is for you, for Pesach, and he waits until no one's around, and he finds a good moment when no one was home in the family and no one's around the streets. He slips it under the front door and he runs away. No one knows about it, not his parents, just him and the Rabbi Mishalim. A few weeks pass, and this fellow, this investor, comes over to him and says to him, no, so let me hear are you giving me the money? What are you doing with the money? Is it just sitting in your drawer somewhere? And the boy becomes, begins to feel very uncomfortable. And he starts thinking, you know, I could have invested it with this guy and he's going to keep nudging me. And he says to him, no, I already invested the money somewhere else. He goes, really? Like, I'd love to hear some of the more details. And he pushes him. And the boy says to him, don't worry. It's an investment that's going to pay more dividends than anything you could give me. Really? The guy says, I'd love to meet that fellow. Who's promising you? How do you know he's legit? And he makes the boy a little bit crazy. And the boy says, I'll get back to you and I'll let you know when the investments start coming in. And you'll see. And the guy steps back. And the boy walks away and he's feeling really bad. 
I'm, he's happy that he gave the money and he has no regrets about that. But like, he didn't ask his parents, and he also this guy's going to nudge him and ask him about the investment, and he just he just gave away all his money. There's no money, and there's no returns, at least not in this world. He's a 13 year old boy. He's pure. He's innocent, and he turns to Hashem and he says to Hashem, "Listen, I gave away the money selflessly, and I don't expect to get anything back, but." But I did give away all of my bar mitzvah money, and this guy is making me crazy. Hashem, maybe you could help me prove to this fellow that I'm actually going to end up getting dividends for this money. And he knows it's a strange thing to ask Hashem, but he does it anyways. And a few days pass, and one day he's by a simcha, a bar mitzvah or something, and he meets a fellow. And he knows this fellow is very good friends with his father, and he also knows, everyone knows, this fellow is phenomenally wealthy. And the man goes over to him and says, Shalom Aleichem, so good to see you. I'm so sorry I couldn't make your bar mitzvah. I was out of town on business. You're probably waiting for a gift from me. The boy says, actually, I'm not waiting for gifts from anyone, but uh, I'll take one. The guy reaches into his pocket and he pulls out a checkbook and he writes the kid a check and he says to him, don't look at it until later. The kid gets home later that evening and he looks at the check and he nearly falls off his bed. The check is twice as much money as the original full amount that he'd gotten for his bar mitzvah. So not only does he have the capital, the principle that he had before, but it doubled in value. And he's blown away. Hashem listened to his tefillahs. And he meets the fellow, the investor who had been nudging him, and he says to him, I want you to know something. It's just a few weeks later and my money already doubled. Really? How? What? I don't believe it. And he ends up telling the fellow the story. But then he does something remarkable. He takes that money, both the principle and the doubled value, and he gives that money to tzedakah. And a bunch of years have passed since that date. And that money keeps on giving back. Baruch Hashem, he was very successful. And today he's a tremendous Baal Tzedakah and someone who cares about everybody else. Because you see, when you do invest in the Rebbe but more than that, when you do things silently, no one knows about it, that's a particularly auspicious thing. And Hashem gets tremendous nachas when we do our Avedas Hashem, not in the limelight. Beseser, when we do it quietly, hidden. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.